Welcome to Y11 Audio. This is Ypsilanti's College Football Podcast. I'm Alex Alvarado. Thank you for listening. Uh, first episode in a long time. Sorry for uh, the delays. I know I keep like, it's got to be like the third time I've already apologized for the delays of each recording. And this is, I think, episode 15, right? <laughs> 15. Um, yeah, so sorry about that. Um, not to make this into like a whole therapy session, but you know, one of the explanations of, you know, why it's taking me so long to do this, why there's just been gaps and everything, um, like gaps and everything in terms of like how much content I put out, how much I promised and all that stuff. One, this was never, this was never full time. Number two, you know, my full time job, you know, there was just not that like I was doing bad in it, but you know, just, you know, money working out, just like changing jobs within the industry a bunch of times in just a short amount of time just you know kind of burned me out a little bit then I got like super super into it got more busy on the professional end outside of this newsletter and this podcast and then like I said this wasn't gonna be a therapy session but you know I was just like eh, I don't know how much I really want to do this you know wasn't really sure ultimately you know how people say don't give up on your dreams I definitely gave up on mine so uh, that's the long and the short of it, but you're hearing my voice right now, so I don't really think uh, we need to go uh, too far deep into that. Uh, to those that you know have like stuck around and have you know been patiently waiting for for me to come out with new heat, thank you, appreciate your support, and here I am. Uh, if this is your first time listening, hey man, I've been doing this for a very very long time. Uh, maybe you're just getting into Maction for the first time in your life. And hey, I'm happy to have you along. You're crazy. But you know what? We need more crazy. We need more crazy around here. Welcome. It'll be fun. I focus more uh, than just Eastern. Of course, you know, I've been doing this for a while through EMU student newspaper when I first, 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 first started out about 10 years ago. Jumped over to Hustle Belt, worked my way up to the managing editor left the Mac writing world for like a little bit, came back, just did some little bit vlogging. And of course now this, uh, ipsy11.com adventure. But yeah, I've been doing this for a minute. I hope you, you know, hope you subscribe, hope you listen, hope you enjoy. Um, we will, we'll just get more into everything just like right now. Uh, starting with this breaking news. Uh, I got a camera. Something that's been missing from the newsletter and something that was like part of my goal. My goal of the Ypsilanti 11 was to really just show my love for two things that I really, 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 really enjoy. Ypsilanti and football. And the whole college football team at Eastern Michigan is just like, you know, the best crossroads of that. And I spend a whole lot of time nerding out over that subject, of course. But tangentially, I love that because I really, really like this community and I really, really like the sport. As much as I enjoy writing and all that stuff, I something that really pushed me to go further with this is telling myself that I was going to add photography. And I hadn't because, you know, uh, I don't know if you've ever, like, checked the economy report lately, but cameras are, like, expensive as hell. Uh, and I got... I got a lot of stuff to make sure that I didn't have, you know, too many stones unturned. You know, I didn't spend like a million dollars, but, you know, according to my pocketbook, it felt like at least a half a million. 
I'm just kidding. My bills are getting paid. We're good. But it did take a while to finally do that. I finally have it. I want to add pictures. I want to add, you know, video, my own, you know, I, as thankful as I am for, you know, EMU to, you know, let me into their bank of pictures and let me, you know, just like pull of what they have and just like add it to my articles. That way, you know, I have something that's more presentable. They have their pictures actually getting used and seen and being liked more. It works out both ways. It helps, but you know what? I, I like my own. Um, I did some photography. I started like when I was with the newspaper. Uh, remember how I said I left to the Mac writing world? Um, I didn't leave the Mac footprint. I went to Indiana, uh, Angola, to be exact. Not 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 the prison, but you know, Indiana, the city. Uh, never used a camera before until I you know had to work for the newspaper and uh, took pictures of the games that I was covering and you know, wrote headlights for, and then I designed the pages, all that stuff. You know, I sound like a really old man, but really I'm just 31. It was just, you know, those are the times. Those are just newspapers, man, little stuff. Uh, and I loved it, man. I loved it. I, I always wanted to use a camera, but, you know, I didn't grow up with the funds to do it. Didn't really just, I've, I've had cameras before, but they were just, you know, little kind of things, you know, not, not like a real borderline professional camera or like actually professional camera. So I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited to use it. Uh, I'm excited to use it for more than just football. I already got to testing with it. I'm going to test more of it right after I hit end record on this thing. So yeah, it'll be good. Uh, Mac Media Day is tomorrow. I uh, like I said, should have put this out you know sooner. I should have put a lot of episodes out sooner. So uh, what's two more days here? You know, I did promise on Monday, but here we are on Wednesday. Um, the only note that I wrote down. Uh, for this section. Mac Media Day is tomorrow. Uh, my only note here is uh, woo wee sucker. And you might be thinking to yourself, don't you woo wee sucker me? And if you are, what are your theories? Who do you, who do you think killed Amy Lee Gemstone? That's not really like a, like a spoiler if you haven't started uh, The Righteous Gemstones, but Amy Lee Gemstone's dead. Uh, we just don't know who. Do you, do you, who do you think killed Amy Lee Gemstone? You can only answer that if you thought to yourself, don't you woo-wee sucker me. Um, but yeah, Mech Media Day is tomorrow. It won't be at Ford Field. Uh, thankfully, it won't be at Cleveland either because that's a drive for me. Um, it's staying in Detroit. It'll be at the Fox. That'll be sweet. I'm very curious to see what the setup for that is going to be. Um, God, if only I had like a really dependable camera to you know, capture and you know, kind of see the setup and be able to share the sights and sounds of, you know, what all that's going to be like. God, if only. <clears throat> Ipsy11.com. You might have already seen my picks for the season over at Ipsy11.com. My East and West predictions for how they're going to shake up. Um, I'm not going to spoil everything on here, but I did say for the East, I do have Ohio repeating. <gasps> And I do have Toledo repeating as the West champs. <gasps> They're both just really good. That's all it boils down to. They both return a lot of pieces. They both return their coaches. They both return their quarterbacks. They both return plenty of their defenses. And they're both incredibly talented at that. And I don't think they're getting any worse, even in the transfer portal era. Somehow I think they, on paper, got better this offseason, both of them. 
I expect a better Mac, Mac championship game out of them. Uh, and if Curtis Rourke is totally healthy, fireworks. I am expecting fireworks. If you want to read my picks and my watch list of uh, offensive players, defensive players to watch, transfers, offensive and defensive to watch across the league, ipsy11.com. If you want to hear my power rankings as of right now, keep listening because I have them coming up in three, two, number 12, Kent State. Kent State uh, going through a coaching change. Kenny Burns, his first time as a head coach. Uh, we finally get to utter the phrase uh, PJ Fleck coaching tree because of it, which is, uh, whew, that's fun. Um, yeah. D- uh, depending on what fan base you are in the Mac, you know, how do you feel about that phrase? Uh, if you're a Kent State fan, uh, you probably love it because you have to. Uh, Kent State, you're dead last. Uh, you're not the only one going through a coaching change, but you are the only one. Um, in the MAC that doesn't have a starting offensive lineman return to its team this year. Uh, so that sucks. Good luck to you, Kenny Burns. Number 11, Western Michigan. Lance Taylor is the new head coach, replacing Tim Lester, the uh, the alumnus, the old quarterback. I don't have too many opinions on the Lance Taylor thing. You know, I, I see there's reasons for optimism. Um, and I think that it should be an exciting looking team. Maybe it'll progress on the field. Maybe the playing style will open them up to, you know, maybe more upsets down the road. Who knows? But I don't know. We, we just got to I, I just got to wait and see because last year was a cluster F and I just I just don't want to. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really buy into it just yet got to see it got to see what it looks like so much was lost from the transfer portal of course to minnesota uh emu fans will see that pretty soon so yeah i i don't know i don't don't really know what to buy into western don't really know what to buy into number 10 central michigan either number 10 central michigan injuries definitely like hurt but generally looked like they were going to like get worse anyways as the season got on last year so I don't really know what to what to think of of CMU uh, I don't really what to think of Bert Emanuel Jr. as a passer uh, I know what to think of him as a runner uh, watch out that Texan can hoof it in the snow number nine is Akron uh, we all <laughs> hey man year two of Joe Moorhead year three of DJ Irons is quarterback for the team. Look, I want Akron to be really, really good. I want Akron to pop off. I think Akron in Detroit outright, just like if they just won the East outright and didn't have to rely on a silly, like, what was it? It was like, was it a two or three team tiebreak have like five and three records after they beat Ohio in 2017. None of that stuff. I just want, like, when Akron goes to Detroit, hopefully soon, you know, it'd be cool if they just did it outright. Is this that year? Probably not, but it'd be sweet. Number eight, Ball State. I like their offensive line. I like the team as a whole, even though it loses pieces. I like Mike New. I really just like Mike New. I am 
one of the bigger Mike New fans that I know. Um, still, they're at eight. Just they didn't produce last year, and we don't really know what the full season of a new quarterback is going to look like, um, or exactly who the quarterback's going to be. Is it going to be uh, Kelly, the guy from Florida, who you know was a pretty decent recruit coming out of high school? Uh, he's been waiting there for a while, or is it going to be the Stane Hatcher kid who's transferring in from Texas State? How's that? How's that going to look this year? I, I have no idea. Number seven, Bowling Green, giving you the benefit of the doubt, uh, because you know, I, actually, I'm kind of underrating them comparatively. Like, there's still a team on here that didn't have Bowling Green success last year. Bowling Green at least went to a bowl game last year. How? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know how they did it. Don't ask. That's my Nick Saban voice. So quit asking. Number six, Northern Illinois. Again, NIU did not have a great season last year. However, I'm sliding you up because you have Rocky Lombardi. And I'm sliding you up because I've seen Thomas Hammock turn this team around very, very quickly. And so I'm giving them a benefit of the doubt. They don't deserve to be ahead Bowling Green, but I think I want them ahead because... I respect NIU so far that I can't put them in the bottom half just yet, even though they deserve it. They played their way into the bottom, and I won't give it to them. You have decades, I shouldn't say decades, but like many moments within the past decade before this one to thank for me not putting you in the bottom half of this power ranking today. That is what your prestige has bought you. Number five is Buffalo. Finished tied for second in the East last year with Bowling Green. Uh, they they lose a lot of like really really talented receivers. Not just one, not just two, not just Keon Williams, but three. Cole Snyder, he's going to have to be better than what he was last year to, you know, put the team into, you know, just keep them in the race as long as they did last year. I don't know if they'll be able to, but I think that Mo Linguist. I think he has an idea of what he wants to do in the recruiting game. He's brought in some good junior college players that, you know, a lot of Mac guys were going after. So I'm excited to see if those individuals end up being playmakers and difference makers on the field and in the standings. Number four is Miami. Brett Gabbert, you return, hopefully totally healthy for a whole year. If you are, how far will you take this offense? This offense needs guys to step up him especially just really him there's a lot of like changing faces around him a lot of changing strengths within the playbook around him and that's been true from 2019 when he was a freshman of the year through now like it wasn't a great passing team when he was a freshman he had 11 touchdown passes that year 11 that's not a lot And then next thing you know, he's in shootouts in the 40s with Kent State. A lot has to go right, but, like, a lot of guys have to just, like, a lot of guys just got to help him out, man. He can't be the only strength, and you can only do so much with him. I love Brett Gabbert, though. I really always have. Uh, Eastern Michigan, number three. Finally, we got there. Hey, oh, we got there. Uh, Deserved it. Nine-win season last year. 
hey man, I, I've thought about it. Uh, Eastern Michigan is still a good football team. You know, that's my that's my analysis right there. Eastern Michigan uh, still a good football team. Lost some pieces at important positions. You know, we're breaking in like for real new new quarterback this time. Like Taylor Powell is is gone. There's not like a grad transfer in. There are some transfers, but there's not like the you know senior from two southern schools there isn't a grad transfer in here none of that it's guys with a couple years out of high school experience let's see what you got because we're looking towards the future here and you're the future it's in a good spot it doesn't really matter when pieces change because Chris Creighton's shown that he'll always coach teams to just be in games and keep them close Toledo number two uh, Ohio, number one. I uh, don't think there's any huge surprise with those right there. Uh, with Toledo, of course, he won the MAC last year. Didn't beat Curtis Work, though. Yes, you beat Liberty, but, you know, whatever. People people really don't care about bowl, bowl results. Toledo, Ohio, you, you could flip them back and forth, and I, I really would not care, you know, Either way, I think Toledo certainly has what it takes to, you know, to to repeat as champs and repeat as champs is like a high scoring championship game too, not just 17-7. That was kind of Toledo has a ton of great pieces on defense. Max and Hook, Nate Power, Chris McDonald, Quinion Mitchell, Dallas Gant. Lots of great pieces. Ohio too. But Ohio, I think I'm going to value Ohio's offense as a whole more. Um, If Ohio's offensive line just steps up more, I think Ohio absolutely has the chance to be elite and average like 43 points a game. I don't know what the record is. 43 seems like a ton. Um, I think Ohio, full season of Curtis Rourke, defense that, you know, just – played better as the season went on that was the difference in the whole year was that Ohio's defense just played better and stronger and nastier as the games went on as the weeks went on as the grind got harder Ohio played better and I think that was like the real difference in the Bobcats season giving them that edge to go seven to one in conference play and have their only loss be to Kent State uh, Kent State now looking way different than it did last year. So Ohio's in for it, man. Ohio's in for it. That receiver room, I don't know if it's Bowling Green of 10 years ago, or not 10 years ago, eight years ago, nine years ago, the Dino Babers years. I don't know if it's that. But man. <laughs> And you know what? I don't even know if Ohio's receiver room is even 2017 Toledo, 2016 Toledo. I don't think it's that. Is Ohio's receiver room better than 2016 Western Michigan? I mean, I don't know if there's a first-round pick on in this receiver room. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's there. I don't know if there's a third-round pick. That's what Deontay Johnson was picked in, right? Yeah. 
like bowling and bowling, Roger Lewis is just so much better than what he was in the NFL. Like, the, the, but man, Ohio just has what it takes to just light it up. And Toledo does too. Toledo absolutely should. And it's not that Toledo's falling flat because obviously they are returning as the MAC champions. But I like Ohio's game better. 